0: Hello, everybody. It is Saturday, April 11th, and I have another unusual episode of the Get After It podcast. So uh, this is one where I'm going to share my thoughts and everything that's happening here with the news. And um, quite frankly, I I feel like there's a lot of stories that are just not getting uh, attention in the press and just, just everything in general. I want to bring some of the craziest things that are coming to us and how This uh, COVID 19 outbreak is going to really challenge the way uh, life, both in America and around the world. Uh, is going to resume once we are out of this. So I want to hit on a few topics today. I'm going to hit on the airliners uh, like I hit on last, to- uh, last time I did this episode a week ago. I also want to hit on uh, the movie theater industry and just public events in general going down to restaurants uh, and bars. So just to hit uh, and get started here, I want to hit on the airliners. So uh, the Del- Delta CEO um ed bastian came out he basically said that things can't get any worse uh for the industry and in this article I was looking at it's kind of funny because the he, he i think he implies it or the article is implying that that means it's a good thing that we're only on the up from here uh, the reality is that's just not really the case. If you actually read the article, it really just talks about how they've reached such a low point in capacity that hypothetically, yes, it could get worse. But it's really just it's so bad that it, it, it the, the level of it getting worse is basically uh, nowhere. And to put this into perspective, um, the TSA uh, screened 95,000 passengers for air travel in the United States on Wednesday, April 8th. Compare that to the same day in 2019, uh, you had over 2.3 million travelers uh, domestically flying in the United States. So that's down almost, I believe that's 90, well over 95%. Right now, I think this is the craziest stat I found. So Lefstasia, I probably probably butchered that, Uh, major airliner out of Germany. They own five different airliners. This is crazy uh, in terms of what they are facing. So this airliner is losing over a million euros per hour right now. So that's every day, every week, every five weeks, they're going to be burning right now over a billion euros. Uh, they came into this crisis with about four billion in liquidity and it, quite frankly this is just it's only going to get worse um, they're going to need a bailout from some government within europe probably uh, it looks like germany but they also own austrian airlines uh, they own several uh, airlines that are technically based in different governments so they're working with multiple governments to get bailouts the international air transport association has stated that they believe this entire catastrophe that's happened to the airliners is going to cost taxpayers from various governments around the world probably around $200 to rescue airliners. So this is going to be a huge hit uh, to actually rebound these airliners. And just on the domestic front, uh, United and American Airlines have slashed their capacity down over 70%. Basically, no one's flying. This isn't too much of a shock uh, for everybody that's happening. But I think it's interesting to just look at the airliners and, this is going to be a tremendous, tremendous cost uh, to taxpayers and, quite frankly, governments around the world. Uh, let's hit on movie theaters here. I think this is most interesting. So um, a, a website deadline is reporting that AMC is likely headed to bankruptcy. Uh, AMC, the largest movie theater chain in the company – or, excuse me, in the country. Uh, the company is <laughs> – this is fascinating. So they're, they're a publicly traded company. You can currently buy their shares, um, and th- their shares are absolutely crazy. Crazy in terms of the collapse they've had. Now this hasn't been a good stock. This the stock hasn't been performing well for years. Not that I've been following the markets, but just looking at it, uh, the stock has not performed well, and I think that's just reflective of the movie industry in general. Um, however, currently the market valuation on AMC is somewhere around three hundred to three hundred fifty million dollars, depending on where the stock's at, and AMC is straddled with over, uh, or actually, excuse me, close to five billion in debt. So this is one of the biggest challenges with most with a lot of companies headed into this crisis is so many of them are leveraged to the bone uh, they've taken out as many loans as possible simply because one uh, interest rates are so low and the ca- it's just cheap money quite frankly uh, and why not leverage to be able to grow faster and the reality is with this whole coronavirus thing what hit multiple industries is all of a sudden cash flow just disappeared overnight. So not only do you have employees and operating costs and fixed overhead that companies have to worry about, now all of a sudden they can't make payments to banks. So right now there's currently banks are in negotiation toss trying to restructure their uh, loans, not only with AMC, but with I would assume, thousands, if not millions, potentially, of companies around the world because the reality is just a a pause in cash flow is going to bring the whole system to a halt. You're going to see bankruptcies skyrocket. AMC is not going to be the first. Um, Right now, uh, they have enough cash on hand to reopen potentially by early June. Um, I I don't know what everyone else thinks on this podcast, but the reality is I don't see Americans really going out anytime in the next few months, uh, even considering going out and supporting movie theaters Um, really in mass. I just don't see that being a possibility. You can watch movies at home. Why would you go out in public to do it? I I think the movie theater industry in in totality is in for an uphill battle. This is obviously an industry that's been lagging over the years. Um, I don't think this is going to die. I think AMC will definitely go towards bankruptcy. I think there will be some regional chains that can definitely thrive in this environment, but they're all struggling at the moment. Uh, The Los Angeles Times saying that some small indie theaters are doing their own uh, streaming services, so they're literally selling uh, exclusive titles through their website. Uh, Other regional chains are doing like Imagine Theaters back in uh, Michigan. Uh, Some of them are selling popcorn at the curbside, so you can just pick up popcorn um, and bring it home. Uh, they 're desperate to get some cash flow in I mean a lot of these companies this is going to be is going to be a very challenging six months coming up for the movie industry, um, but you will see the industry survive i don 't see movie theaters going away anytime soon that being said there 's going to be this is the beginning of i would say the death sentence to the industry it 's never going to recover to the height that it 's at um, in my humble opinion here i 'm going to move on uh, as we get back to um, excuse me as we go forward here we 're going to hit restaurants and bars. This is one of the craziest uh, things that I think is going to come out of this economy is the simple fact that you're not going to be able to replace the jobs that are going to be lost out of bars and restaurants. And this is hitting across industries. So just to look at (coughs) um, bars in general. So there's a a famous John Taffer who has a bar rescue. Uh, John Taffer is talking about how essentially restaurants and bars that are going to reopen eventually, they are going to have to cut capacity out of their restaurants and bars. And what they mean by that is people are just not going to be comfortable uh, actually you know, coming in and packing into a close place either at a nightclub or at a restaurant anytime soon. Restaurants, whether it's government-mandated or not, they're going to have to cut capacity to make people feel comfortable when they come to the restaurant. Um, and the reality is that what that means is you're cutting capacity by 30 to 40%. Even if you're slammed, the best-case scenario is that revenues return to 60 to 70% of pre-coronavirus, which is going to be devastating for this industry. I mean, this industry supports so many people. If you think of servers uh, in our cities, uh, they they make wages to be able to survive in those cities. Those, those Those jobs are going to be gone, at least in the short term. A lot of them are going to be gone, and this industry is going to take years to recover. So when you're looking at the restaurant industry, that's one of the biggest challenges, and you see uh, Toast, one of the most popular, um, uh, excuse me, one of the most popular POS systems that are used to actually run the operations and sales uh, at these restaurants. Uh, Toast is a is a uh, uh, is a it, it, they operate their POS system, and they're a tech company. They've laid off over half their staff since everything that's happening here. That's according to an article. Um, Excuse me, that's according to an article in the Restaurant Dive. Uh, There's a lot of challenges coming to this industry. There's also Broadway, Um, Broadway and theaters in general. Uh, They might be hit the hardest. Um, Most of the uh, audience, I would say, for for Broadway um, is going to be more of an older, it's going to tilt older, it's going to tilt wealthier. Uh, The reality is those people are not going to be comfortable going out in public. And even if they are, even if they start at Broadway, to actually do proper social distancing in those theaters, they're going to have to cut capacity by probably 50% or higher just because of how packed in those seats are. Um, You're going to see Huge changes in the entertainment industry, in the bar and restaurant industry. Um, and the reality is there's just no way to combat this. On the other side of this, carry out restaurants, they are continuing to dominate. Um, In terms of uh, local carryout restaurants, I think that's the best thing. I think most of us have kind of decided, like, we're not going to go to these bigger chains. We're going to go support the local restaurants that can be open and can open uh, and do takeout. Uh, I think there's a huge opportunity for takeout to grow. But as John Taffer points out, the reality is even some of these restaurants are offering to deliver drinks like margaritas and things like that. You're not going to be able to make up revenue in any consistent basis because you can sell 150, 200 drinks an hour easily out of a bar. You can't deliver nearly even a fraction of those amounts of drinks. So the restaurant industry is in for huge challenges, uh, as are the airliners and everything else that's being affected by this. I think there's going to be some big, big challenges coming to these industries uh, or excuse me, not challenges, changes. There's just dramatic change that's going to happen in the marketplace with everything happening with this. Um, and that's it. Those those are the three things I wanted to hit on. Uh, if there's anything else, I'll keep you guys updated here. I think I'm going to try to do this weekly and just get some more news out. Uh, I really appreciate you guys staying with me here, and I hope you guys are having a great weekend. You know, At the end of the day, I'm talking about some negative things on this news, but there are definitely some positives as well. Uh, look for those in your daily life and look how you can change yourself. I really appreciate you guys uh, supporting this podcast and really would appreciate you guys leaving a review uh, five-star rating either on uh, Apple or Spotify podcast. It helps us out a ton. And with that being said, I hope you all get after it and have a phenomenal weekend. I will talk to you all soon.